Rebel Nation, welcome to the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline with Gary Darby, Chuck Roundsville, and Gordon Ford. And straight ahead to the five, to the two, to the one! In the end zone is Jerry and Ely! Touchdown, Ole Miss! Bringing you the lowdown on everything with Ole Miss Athletics. Near side, there's a pitch, it's on the turf! And the Rebels recover it! Don't just sit on the sidelines, be part of the show. Text in your questions and comments to 662-426-1093. That's 662-426-1093. One zero nine three. I guess you don't have to, but you need to. Deal for Rodriguez. He'll go coast to coast. One-handed stuff with a right hand. Swung on, fly ball, deep field. That ball is long gone, headed toward the scoreboard, hit right below it, and the Rebels take a one-to-nothing lead on a bomb by Tim Elko. And here it is. We're underway in the Sugar Bowl. Now here's your host, Gary Darby. Well, it's time to do another program, Gary Darby, and uh, the rest of the guys in here as well. Chuck, Yancey, Gordon, we're all in and ready to go, and we've got the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline coming up for you today. Of course, the first portion of the show is brought to you by First South Farm Credit with over 100 years of experience supporting communities and agriculture. They're ready to guide you through your financial journey at First South Farm Credit. What we're going to do on the program today is chat a little bit here, come back, talk about what almost did on National Signing Day. Take a break. Jimmy Hodge from Sidelines.Live will join us. We'll get into some Ole Miss, Texas Tech bold discussion. We have the rest of the SEC, all kinds of things to get into as well. Merry Christmas in here, everybody. Yes, Merry sir. Christmas to you. Merry Christmas to you. Everybody do okay? Santa bring what you needed? Yes. I've got a Christmas hangover. Well, that's okay, it's too. It's called American Express Bill. <laughs> That's exactly what I was about to say. <laughs> I know what you mean. I know what you mean. I got all that I needed and a couple of pounds more there over the go. last couple there of days. Go. Oh, uh, so uh, we 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 did all of that and, and I got see. Going. We, I see you got your new sip. That's right. Yep, got the new sip hoodie on. Hoodie on. Yep. Yeah. The wife and boys gave me that. Okay. So um, and and I got some jeans that are a size larger. <laughs> right, <laughs> that were necessary as well. <laughs> so, uh, well, uh, here's the funny thing: your wife and boys got you that, but I bet you paid for it. <laughs> well, that that might be true. Although in my house, the wife makes probably a lot more money, and because okay. she's a lot smarter than I am. Oh, okay, I got and, you. And does that? Uh, and so I got you, know, you. Maybe, maybe uh, you you know you you know you're getting a little heavier uh, when. You know, we got one of the boys. It's a little hoverboard thing, but you can kind of, you know, guide it and use it. It's you, you, it's a little scooter with with handles oh, and yeah, you can move yeah, it back yeah. and forth. The the strap snapped and the bolts came off. <laughs> it was like <laughs> the way you told me it had a such and such pound level. It didn't <laughs> it didn't hang in there quite so much. All right, we've got football to discuss. We have uh, a few other things to get into. Uh, as it goes along uh, throughout this program, and uh, we will we'll get those to you, plus your text messages, so don't forget, at 662-426-1093. That's 662-426-1093. I know you've got some questions about National Signing Day and uh, the game against Texas Tech. Maybe you do, maybe you don't, but you can send in anything you want, uh, and, and we'll discuss that coming up a little bit later on on the program, and then we'll get with Jimmy Hodge to talk more about college football itself. You've been watching any of the games, Chuck? Anything 
Absolutely not. No? No. <laughs> I, I don't think that I, I have. Have you? Yeah, oh, you yeah. You've actually watched some? I don't, I don't think I've missed the one, Gary. Really? <laughs> yeah, I watched part of uh, Wake Forest in Missouri. So. I, I don't think I've watched kind of much. I've watched more Missouri, NFL yeah. football. I've watched some NFL football, but I hadn't watched a lot of the college football games at all. And I don't know that I will other than well, there'll be one on Wednesday I'll pay attention to. The only thing I care about is Ole Miss playing and then the college football playoff. Right. The rest of it, I just don't care. So we got a little bit of that that will come up uh, by the end of the weekend and, of course, Ole Miss and Texas Tech uh, coming up this week. Yancey, you want to give us your five uh, thoughts? We'll get into your brain just a little bit, and we'll do that. Brought to you by Outback Steakhouse, Steve Grantham and Company, with nine Outback Steakhouse locations in Mississippi I can't imagine and Tennessee. It, I can't imagine he's even got five Is thoughts. Got <laughs> <laughs> does, does the calculator go that high? Oh, no, no, I, I do. Uh, the first thought of the day is, you know, a lot of people were belly aching about Ole Miss's recruiting class, but what they didn't know, Gary, is they only had 20 available slots going into sign a day. That number will grow, so you have to use each number that, that you fill in there wisely. Ole Miss signed the least amount of high school recruits with 12 in the SEC, but they also had the fewest amount available going into sign a day. So keep thought number two, keep your eye on the transfer portal. Ole Miss has addressed their needs at receiver with two, arguably two of the top uh, portal receivers in the country. They've got a linebacker, a defensive lineman, a cornerback, uh, excuse me, a, a safety, and expect another defensive uh, back to commit very shortly from New Mexico. Third thought of the day, I think this is a good defensive matchup for Ole Miss against Texas Tech because Texas Tech loves to spread the ball around offensively, uh, which matches that 3-2-6 defense. Um, I think that defense is built for spread teams that like to sling it around and not the power rushing teams, and so I think it's a good defensive matchup for Ole Miss. On the flip side of the ball, thought number four, I think it's a good matchup for Ole Miss offensively because Texas Tech's biggest weakness is rushing the ball, is defending the rush. So I think on both sides of the line of scrimmage, that it is a good matchup for Ole Miss. And my last thought of the day, the fifth, is Ole Miss must start pushing the ball down the court in hoops. They can't get in a half-court set. Gary, as we talked about before the break, you can't they, – they don't have the defense, uh, the down-low presence to be able to not – to push the ball up the court. So that will solve a lot of problems there for the team. We'll take a break. We'll talk about those 12 signees. It's the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. When you think car, we want you to think Cannon. Whether you're in the market for gas, hybrid, or electric vehicles, our team has got you covered. We're invested in your future and in seeing that you have the experience you deserve, even after you get your car. Pre-order or bring home a new Chevrolet Silverado or a Chevrolet pre-owned vehicle from Cannon Chevrolet of Oxford today. And remember, when the smoke clears, nobody beats a Cannon deal. Nobody. Chevrolet, find new roads. What does the farm mean to you? Maybe it's a piece of land for production, crops, or cattle. Or maybe the farm is just a place you can go to relax or enjoy the outdoors. Whatever the farm means to you, First South Farm Credit can help you finance or refinance that perfect piece of land. We've been financing farms and land since 1916 
with competitive rates and flexible terms. For more information, go to FirstSouthland.com. Equal housing lender. Cannon Cleary McGraw is ranked Oxford's number one real estate firm because of fans like you. The agents of Cannon Cleary McGraw are true experts in their field, and it shows with hundreds of five-star reviews and unwavering commitment to their clients. Cannon Cleary McGraw experts specialize in game day condos, seasonal townhomes, and high-end single-family homes. If you are on the sidelines and ready to get in the game, give a Cannon Cleary McGraw agent a call today at 662-371-1000. Tilt the odds in your favor of getting what you want with the best service in Oxford at Cannon Cleary McGraw real estate. If you're in the market for a fine piece of jewelry, there's only one name to know, Van Atkins. Serving its customers since 1939, Van Atkins has been voted the best estate jeweler in Mississippi multiple times. With great locations to serve you in historic downtown New Albany and on the square in Oxford, Van Atkins is the place to go. Whether it's a piece for yourself or for that special someone, Van Atkins is the easy decision. And like Chuck always says, you know she's worth it. Attention, Camp Lejeune toxic water victims. I'm attorney Roberts Wilson with important information that you need to know. If you or a loved one lived or worked at Camp Lejeune between 1953 and 1987 and developed cancer or another major disease, you may have a claim for money damages. To have your claim reviewed, call Roberts Wilson PA Injury Lawyers at 662-533-9111 or visit us on the web at wegetjustice.com. You're listening to the Rebel Yell Hotline, presented by Cannon Motors. Back to the program tonight. Gary Chuck, Yancey Gordon, all in the studio and talking about Ole Miss athletics in a lot of ways. We'll have Jimmy Hodges coming up with us and. Uh, later in the program, we've got the text message line open at 662-426-1093. We'll get to that, 426-1093, SEC News to talk to you about as well. But this portion of things brought to you by Roberts Wilson, PA. They represent the people. Consultations free, go to work immediately. After being hired and they don't get paid unless they succeed, their attorneys have uh, expertise in a number of different areas in injury law and accident law. So 533-9111, or we get justice.com. Okay, Yancey. Yeah, you know, let's talk about the recruiting class. Uh, you know, again, I know a lot of people were un- unhappy with the number of high school players that were signed. 12, I think that was the fewest by four. Okay, so let me ask you a question, because in the SEC deal I was going to do, and we're going to talk about other bowl games, one of the questions I was was going to bring up and ask is the on three SEC teams, where they finished in the national recruitings, right? Alabama was one, Georgia was two, LSU was seven, Florida 10, Tennessee 12, A&M 15, South Carolina 16, Auburn 17, Arkansas 21, State 23, Ole Miss 27, but only the 12 signees. It's based off of some numbers, right? I mean, based on these three-star, four-star, five-stars, and we're talking about 12 Ole Miss signees compared to 27 at Mississippi State or 22 at this school or that. What do you put into those rankings, if anything? Well, Gary and Chuck and Gordon, you know, back in the old days, there was only one signing period, so you would put a lot into it. But now you have the early signing period, you have the late signing period, and you have the portals that signed all the way through August. Okay. Uh, so last year, I believe Ole Miss, uh, take for example, they signed 13 portal players 
after January first. Okay. So they're you know right now we're we're at halftime so to speak. Okay. This is only the beginning of this class, and what we've seen transpire after uh, signing day, the early signing period, uh, Ole Miss has picked up four portal players. Uh, nice rotation guy at the defensive line uh, that comes in from North Carolina State. You got to figure that the new offensive line coach there at Ole Miss, being at NC State, had a very good uh, read on on Harris there from North Carolina State. He's a 330 pound guy. Give you some depth, Chucky there at the nose guard position. They picked up a really nice linebacker, Baptist from uh, from Central Florida, uh, three year starter there, big plugger, 245 pound guy. You know, has a good chance to start. If not, he'll be a good rotation player. Then they really got the big guys. You know, after this past week, over the weekend, you you signed uh, Chris Marshall out of A and M, a big six four former basketball player. Uh, that was the number two wide receiver in the twenty two class. So he has four more years of eligibility. And then you signed Trey Harris out of Louisiana Tech who had close to a 1,000 yards, averaged 22 yards per catch and 10 touchdowns from this past year. So you have really addressed a lot of needs there. And then Ole Miss lost a uh, uh, cornerback, you know, with uh, Miles Battle. And then you get a really good one there at a Miami, Ohio. Um, so, you know, he's 6'4", 195-pound corner. He had 12 passes deflections, I believe. Uh, 60, 62 tackles, which is a lot for a cornerback. And then, you know, supposedly uh, coming. We were hoping it was going to come today, but it's going to come in very short order. They're going to get another defensive back commitment that was a freshman All-American at New Mexico that had 86 stops this, this year. So, again, you know, what we're used to having with one signing day, it's just not the fact anymore. So until people change their mindset and realize this is not what you just read in the rankings is right. ongoing, on three sports has not combined the portal and the high school rankings yet. I believe they still sit somewhere around 27. Uh, 24-7 uh, sports has combined those, and they stand at 21 right now. Uh, that's with 18 scholarships, still a lot lower number than what you're seeing at the other schools. And also, remember, Ole Miss picked up Texas A&M uh, kicker who had 158 kickoffs uh, through the end zone and only had 19 returned during his career there at Texas A&M. So that addresses another need. I doubt he'll be a scholarship player, but definitely someone that fits the need there. So, you know, I like what Lane's doing Um he only had 20 spots. He There was an article uh, today by Jake Thompson down there, and he kind of, you know, addressed what was going on with this class, and he said, I only had 20 spots going into signing day. I can't sign 30 players, you know, without those spots being available. I didn't even know that there were that few spots. I thought there were, you know, going to sign 28 to 32 players. Now some more could go into the portal after the ball game, but going into signing day, he only had 20 spots. So I understand why he only signed, you know, a dozen high school players. You're going to need at least eight portal guys if you want to make this season be truly special like we all have expectations for the 2023 season. Chuck, what do you think? Well, that's not my understanding on the numbers, Nancy. I think he had 20 he could sign in that first signing period, but once all, all these players hit the transfer portal that are on scholarship yeah. for Ole Miss, he's going to end up having 30 or 32. So, you know, the, the dozen, going back to – Gary's question about how these rankings, you know, Ole Miss is 27th on on three with only 12 signees. 
That's because the quality. The quality is higher. It, it gives you an average for each player's quality. And I guess why I'm asking is fans are in an uproar because they only signed 12, right? They yeah. only signed 12. And so you're, I, I've, I've been, I've had to answer this question a lot, or I've gotten this question a lot since we've been gone. You know, is, well, how come they only signed 12? And that's why, heck, I didn't know either. So I thought I'd get you guys to answer that well, question. Well, Kiffin, Kiffin has said from the get-go now, and people have to understand it, it, it you know, either they're going to trust him or they aren't. Uh, but he said from the get-go that he this is a new world. We're gonna we're gonna create a new box where we go with a lot of transfer portal guys, and that's just the way it is. They're proven players on the college level versus trying to develop kids. And basically, what I see in the twelve that he signed are good football players. So. You don't have as much development to do. I think Perkins and Williams and Rescano and Jamarius Brown, I think those guys are ready to play. But, you but know. they also lost two commitments that they thought they were going to get like the day before signing. So, Yeah. I mean, well, and that you know, happens. And, and that, happens. that happens. It does happen, but you don't see it like the day before. Well, know? really, they lost one guy, Neo Avery. Yeah, they Neo knew Avery. that the offensive line Juco guy was going to go to Auburn once Jake Thornton went to Auburn. And Marcel Reed, whether someone realized it or not, there's a reason why Lane Kiffin did not go to his house before signing day. Uh, I'm going to get into it a little bit later. That happened to an Arizona State quarterback commitment. That Ole Miss is actually recruiting right now. Um, the Arizona State coach did not go to his house, so he read the tea leaves, and he did not sign with Arizona State. So, you know, like Lane said at the press conference, you know, he, he alluded to that when they asked about losing a quarterback, and he said, who, who, who said we lost a quarterback? So uh, they really lost one, and Neo Avery did come at a position of need there at defensive end, a big 6'5", 230-pound guy. But people don't realize he grew up 28 miles from the Maryland campus. I mean, would it surprise a Maryland fan, Gary, if someone from Clarksdale, Mississippi, ended up at Ole Miss no. while being committed to Maryland right. before signing day? Yeah. So we got to have some common sense as well. I didn't mean to derail you because we've got like two to three minutes to talk about the 12 guys. Sorry about that. His, his, Avery's father yeah, for lack of a better word, pimped him out to Maryland, and that's how that happened. So, yep, you know, don't don't fret that. Yeah, well, I mean, look, the guys that can make an immediate impact going to the individual player, Chuck. We look at Centarian, Get Parkins. Remember the name Get. That is his nickname. That's what everybody calls him by, and I love that nickname, especially for a linebacker. But uh, you know, he's a guy, Chuck, that I expect to come in and step in immediately and at least be a minimum of rotation player. What, what do you think? I think he's the best defensive prospect in the state of Mississippi since Tony Connor. And and I've I seen some film on him where he's on a blitz and he looked like he was shot out of a rocket. I mean, he is a special, special player in my opinion. Now, I've been wrong before on the stuff like this, but – and and I think Aiden Williams will step in and yeah. play some wide receiver. So polished. That we need guys way. on the outside. And you got Chris Marshall and Trey Harris to take Mingo and Heath's place. But uh, you also need some more depth, and there you got it with Aiden Williams. Hey, we've only got one text message, so we let's carry this over into the next sure. segment yep. as well. All right, so we'll do that. We'll continue with uh, what happened last week on National Signing Day on Wednesday. Back in a few with the Cannon Motors Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline.
Oxford Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Board Certified Surgeons are specially trained for you and your family, from dad's knee replacement to your son's football injury. Leaders in orthopedic care. Oxford Orthopedic can treat any of your orthopedic needs close to home. Locations in Oxford, Batesville, Grenada, Hernando, Cleveland, Calhoun City, and Pontotoc. Official orthopedic team physicians for Ole Miss Athletics. To make an appointment, call 662-513-2000 or visit OxfordOrtho.org. Can you imagine years of hard work and saving and now you're worried about outliving your retirement savings? Paxton Farise and the Farise Group have over 20 years and a process working towards success, not stress, after retirement. To know how you can truly enjoy a level of comfort and security, talk to the Farise Group. Retirement should be stress-free, not stressful. The Farise Group, farisegroup.com, offices in Oxford and Jackson. The Farise Group, your partner in retirement. Registered representatives offer securities through Security America, Inc., member FINRA, SIPC. The Farise Group, LLC, and Securities America companies are separate entities. Attention, Camp Lejeune toxic water victims. I'm attorney Roberts Wilson with important information that you need to know. If you or a loved one lived or worked at Camp Lejeune between 1953 and 1987 and developed cancer or another major disease, you may have a claim for money damages. To have your claim reviewed, call Roberts Wilson PA Injury Lawyers at 662-533-9111 or visit us on the web at wegetjustice.com. Outback Steakhouse knows steak. Even better, the grills are always hot and ready for your favorites. There's nothing better than pairing a bold steak with a bloomin' onion and one of our signature cocktails. Drop in for a great lunch or dinner anytime for awesome food and a bloomin' good time. Either way, Outback has your back. Visit their locations in Tupelo, Hattiesburg, Meridian, South Haven, Diabraville, and Flowood, Mississippi. Also serving Jackson and Cordova, Tennessee. Outback Steakhouse. House cleaning is just one of those things you gotta do. But life is busy, and the great folks at Brittany's Cleaning Services understand that and are here to help. They provide professional cleaning services for residential, commercial, and rental properties. Reliable, honest, experienced cleaners with affordable pricing. Servicing Olive Branch, Tupelo, Water Valley, Bruce, Holly Springs, Pontotoc, Oxford, Baylor, New Albany, South Haven, Senatobia, and Batesville. Call for more information at 662-202-8868 and follow them on social media. That's Brittany's Cleaning Services, LLC. More of the Rebel Yell Hotline, presented by Cannon Motors, coming up next. To talk a little bit more with you on a Monday night. Coming up in the next segment, it's Jimmy Hodge from Sidelines.Live. We'll talk with him. Text messages and more on this uh, signing day, brought to you by Cannon Cleary McGraw. You can uh, check out the website at ccmoxford.com, and we'll take a look into the Rebel Injury Report coming up as well. From the text message line at 426-1093, I know Luke Altmyer's in the portal, but is he going to play in the bowl game? He's going to dress out. Now, Gary, whether they play him or not, uh, remains to be seen, but they can play him, and he and he doesn't lose his red shirt because he's only played in three games so far. And by rule, you can play in four. So you know, if it, let's just say, for instance, as Yancey was saying during the break, if if Ole Miss gets way up, or or you know, or Dart gets oh, hurt, or right. whatever, I mean, you, he can play. He can play. All right. We'll get into uh, other texts if you want, and and so uh, let's get back into the recruiting. Go ahead, and, and, and you know, and besides that, I, I think that speaks a lot for that kid's character as well. You know, when you when you got a kid that knows he's going to transfer out, but he's sticking with his teammates um, to see this thing through, uh, I, I think that speaks 
highly of Luke Altmaier. Yeah, he's a class kid, class family. He'll be missed. But, you know, I want Luke to have success at another program. Him to come back and, and be the backup, uh, someone of his talents is, is not fair to the kid. Um, back to the 23 class early sign up here, Chuck. We went over Centarian, Get, Parkins, and, and Gary and, and Gordon. Um, then we talked about Aiden Williams, a guy that Chuck believes could play early, and I do too because he is <coughs> mature beyond his years in his route tree. He's a really polished route runner. And then let's look at some of the other guys. Well, not only that, not only that, Yancey, there's a need there for outside yeah. receivers. Um, even if he's not quite ready, they, they may play him anyway because you, you're going to have, like I said earlier, Harris and Marshall out there yep. to replace Heath and, and Mingo. But then what else do you have? On the outside. Me. On the outside. Mark Halter, um, you know, and then everybody else is inside. Yeah, yeah well, Braylon Brown, if he doesn't go, is he in, is he in the, in the portal, portal? But yet? I hear that there might, you know, he might come back. We'll see what happens yeah. with him. And, but, Jack, you know, here's the forgotten guy in the wide receiver room. We're set on the inside of slot. Jalen Knox is a proven guy from Missouri that had 50 catches at Missouri. He's been hurt since he's been here. And if he's healthy, he's a guy that can play inside or outside. So let's don't forget about Jalen Knox. A, a depth guy. And and I still think Ole Miss could sign another outside portal. They offered one out of actually a DT school that everybody in the country's after right now. He's 6'5", uh, 215 pounds. His film looked really good, but whose film does not look good, right? <laughs> um, but, but, you know. but here's the thing. In talking to those guys – they said if they could get two out of Marshall, Harris, and Ra-Ra Thomas, that they would be very happy. So they've got the two they wanted. Oh, no doubt. But Those like were you the say, two they, everybody wanted. Yeah. You know, like I, you say, they may they may add one. And it, it would, look, they, they really need to. Not now that we think about the depth issues there at the outside, Burkhalter's unproven. Even if Braylon Brown came back, he's unproven. They need another guy, right? Mm-hmm. So I could see that. Then you look at Kedrick. Uh, uh, out of um, out of New Jersey, uh, excuse me, out of uh, Texas, that signed with Ole Miss, Vascano. Uh, he's a guy that you know was number one on a lot of people's boards. He's a number five running back <coughs> by on three sports in the country. Somebody's there for insurance if Zach Evans does end up going pro. Even if he doesn't go pro, you know you need depth there, as we saw last year, uh, Gary, with the um, several of those games. Uh, Alabama game sticks out of my mind. LSU game sticks out of my mind. Uh, with Zach Evans was not available there, out really affected the offense. So that is a big-time guy that I expect to – plug immediate uh, playing time there as well. Jamarius Brown, who was the number one line recruit out of the state of Mississippi. Another guy at a Moss Point, Chuck. Uh, We've got him listed here at 6'2", 270. He's more in the 6'3", 6'4", range. A guy that could go inside and out, but probably more on that strong side, defensive end there. What what have you heard about him, Chuck? Very good prospect. Uh, Four-star guy, consensus four-star guy. Um, uh, like you say, a guy that may grow into an inside guy or may stay at 270, 280 and play on the outside in that three man front. Uh, he'd be ideal size if he, if he's around 280. Keyser, uh, excuse me, uh, Braxton Myers, uh, a, a cornerback out of Texas that Ole Miss flipped from Southern Cal. Um, Kedrick, uh, Breedlove announced he's coming back. You said he was running, uh, the fourth cornerback this past season, mm-hmm. but obviously, uh, with Miles going into the portal, they're going to need that fourth 
corner now if Breedlove moves to that number three corner spot there. So another big addition there, Chuck. Absolutely, and and you can never have too many corners either. Uh, Miles Battle not coming back. Saunders is coming in to probably take his place. You still got Ibignoson, most likely Prince, even though I hear Prince is trying to get, negotiate his NIL deal with in the back of his mind that he may go pro if they can't get the right negotiations down with his NIL deal. Uh, so you, you're going to need a kid like Braxton Myers to come in and, and be something. Markevious Brown's coming back. He, he, he did some decent things this year and, Breedlove should do some decent things, but I think you need more of an impact player than those two guys. Yep, and then you look at another defensive back. Uh, they Ole Miss had seven top 300 uh, signees there, which is really an outstanding job. So, again, it's quality over quantity right there. Ahmad Brown, another top 300 prospect. He's a safety chuck. Um, what what have you heard about him? Uh, hard hitter. Uh, probably needs to put on about 10 or 15 pounds to start making an impact uh, a, a little on the light side uh, unless he's going to play free safety where A.J. Finley played. Um, what probably would not play Ladarius Tennyson or Otis Reese's spot, but a, a very good prospect. Maybe the most underrated player, he's ranked the number 500 player in the country, is Caden Lee, an, an inside receiver that Ole Miss was able to get late in the signing period. I know Coach Nix was really, really high on him. So another weapon there at that wide receiver group. It's going to be a totally different looking room, that, that, that receiver group next year. All right, we still have half the show to go. We'll talk with Jimmy Hodge. We'll have some other things to break down for you as we continue the Cannon Motors Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. Oxford Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Board Certified Surgeons are specially trained for you and your family. From dad's knee replacement to your son's football injury. Leaders in orthopedic care. Oxford Orthopedic can treat any of your orthopedic needs close to home. Locations in Oxford, Batesville, Grenada, Hernando, Cleveland, Calhoun City, and Pontotoc. Official orthopedic team physicians for Ole Miss Athletics. To make an appointment, call 662-513-2000 or visit OxfordOrtho.org. Cannon Cleary McGraw is ranked Oxford's number one real estate firm because of fans like you. The agents of Cannon Cleary McGraw are true experts in their field, and it shows with hundreds of five-star reviews and unwavering commitment to their clients. Cannon Cleary McGraw experts specialize in game day condos, seasonal townhomes, and high-end single-family homes. If you are on the sidelines and ready to get in the game, give a Cannon Cleary McGraw agent a call today at 662-371-1000. Tilt the odds in your favor of getting what you want with the best service in Oxford at Cannon Cleary McGraw real estate. Big Delta Power Sports on Cracker Barrel Drive in Batesville celebrates 20 years in business this year. Check out the great selection now of major brands like Honda, Polaris, Can-Am, Yamaha, and Kawasaki featuring the most fun off the road and on the road. Motorcycles, ATVs, and side-by-sides. Zero-turn mowers. Plus, you'll find generators by Honda and Polaris. And Big Delta is your steel power equipment dealer. Celebrating 20 years in business, whether it's work or play. Big Delta Power Sports in Batesville. 
Make Lenora's in Oxford your go-to dinner play this season. Their daily ravioli is always amazing, and you cannot go wrong with the decadent crawfish mac and cheese. They have an excellent variety of seafood dishes, and their ribeyes and fillets are cooked to perfection every time. Have a taste of the weekend on Wine Wednesdays, too. Call for your reservation today at 662-236-1144. That's 236-1144. Located at 309 North Lamar. Great food and great vibes. It's a winning combination. Hey, cheers, and see you at Lenora's. When you think car, we want you to think Canon. Whether you're in the market for gas, hybrid, or electric vehicles, our team has got you covered. We're invested in your future and in seeing that you have the experience you deserve, even after you get your car. Pre-order or bring home a new Chevrolet Silverado or a Chevrolet pre-owned vehicle from Canon Chevrolet of Oxford today. And remember, when the smoke clears, nobody beats a Canon deal. Nobody. Chevrolet, find your road. Looking for the largest selection of wine and spirits in North Mississippi? Look no further than Hot Cotton's Wine and Spirits Warehouse in Oxford, located just behind Rebel Racks. You'll find some of the rarest wines that can only be found at Hot Cotton Wine and Spirits. They offer their customers a unique experience through their employees' expertise in the wine and spirits industry. The Hot Cotton Wine and Spirits Warehouse is a destination place for all of you true wine and spirit connoisseurs. Come visit us six days a week from 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. at Hot Cotton Wine and Spirits. Ole Miss football, basketball, baseball, and more are all right here on the Rebel Yell Hotline, presented by Cannon Motors. Welcome back to tonight's show. Gary Chuck, Yancey Gordon, all in the house. Uh, We have a lot of things to get into. We will catch up on the Rebel Injury Report from Oxford Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. We still have some SEC news, and we're going to get into that with Jimmy and the rest of the SEC Bowl games coming up. More recruiting. We'll talk about some transfer portal stuff, and we'll get the good, bad, and ugly. But now uh, our guest is Jimmy Hodge, and this portion of the show is brought to you by Gateway Tire, serving you since 1929, 54 locations across six different states. Gateway Tire goes the distance for you. Jimmy, welcome back to the show. Hey, glad to be here. Hey, Jimmy. How, how, how was your Christmas, my friend? Oh, very good. Just like everybody else, kind of took it easy. Uh, it was a bit frigid, so nobody ventured out very much. So, uh, except for, uh, not having, uh, uh, any snow, it was pretty Christmassy from a weather standpoint. You also got your picture of Homer I sent to you. I hope you got it. Um, big game, Texas Tech, Ole Miss. Um, uh, Texas Tech, uh, ranked 90th in the country in defense. What do you see in this game? Really interesting matchup. Uh, uh, as you mentioned, uh, uh, Texas Tech, I mean, they've, uh, they've had a very interesting season. Uh, they started out well, but then their quarterback, Tyler Shaw, who was the transfer from Oregon, played behind uh, Justin Herbert for a couple of seasons, had a good year in 2020, a disappointing Rose Bowl, decided to transfer to Texas Tech, but in the fourth game of the year, he uh, he injured his collarbone and, and missed uh, five games, four of them, uh, of which they lost. And the minute he came back, he played the last three games, and as a result, the Red Raiders uh, closed the regular season out on a, um, a, a three-game winning streak, and you guys probably have talked about it. Uh, uh, their head coach is uh, Joey McGuire, who came from uh, uh, Baylor and was a longtime uh, 
uh, high school coach in Texas, was very successful. They run a very interesting offense. Uh, they have six players that have more than 20 catches each, and um, um, I, and they really like to throw the ball around. They each have over like 400 yards individually uh, uh, receiving, and then they they have two uh, two running backs that have carried the load for them, and uh, they each have a, around 600 yards rushing. So offensively, they're very good. But uh, uh, talking about the defensive side. It, that's where Ole Miss really has an opportunity. I think to make some hay, the Red Raiders give up uh, an average of 167 yards uh, a game rushing, and that gives uh, the Rebels a good opportunity to uh, uh, take advantage of that. And, of course, with their the two great running backs, Judkins and Evans, uh, I think they could have a, a, a big night. Uh, now, the two teams are almost identical, uh, offensively, from a total point standpoint, Ole Miss averages just over 34 points a game. Uh, uh, Texas Tech averages just under uh, uh, 34 points, 33-6, or somewhere in that neighborhood. But the difference is that defensively, Ole Miss is better. They're giving up a touchdown less per game than uh, uh, um, uh, Texas Tech is. So I think that's their opportunity. But one thing I think you always have to be careful about, especially if you're an SEC team in a bowl game. I mean, SEC teams are the target in these bowl games because these schools from these other conferences, they're sick of hearing about the SEC every week for the you know, 13, 14 weeks of the regular season. And rightfully so, because the SEC over the last two decades has been the dominant conference. But many times for these uh, uh, schools from other conferences, this is a red-letter date game on their schedule, where in a lot of cases the SEC team is you know, just not as jacked up to play as they would be in a re- regular conference game. But I think this could be a, a, a really high-energy game because neither team – has any opt-outs and Texas Tech has 12 seniors uh, that play a lot and they'll have those guys back for the 2023 season because they're going to be able to take advantage of that COVID-19 season and uh, I I think you'll see Ole Miss uh, uh, in in the same situation although Ole Miss although they have no no opt-outs it's interesting they do have uh, more than a dozen players in the transfer portal and it'll be interesting how many of those guys decide to, to play. But just on paper, and I think the old way Ole Miss ended the season, of course they had that backloaded schedule. They really want to snap that losing streak against a Texas Tech, and I think you're going to have them really ready to go. So all the ingredients are there for a great game. Jimmy, tell us, people that don't know much about the Red Raiders, this Donovan Smith is intriguing looking from the stat sheet. He's, I mean, he's a 66% passer, 1,505 yards, uh, played in all 12 games. But how does, how does that, how does he play, uh, with Tyler? Well, uh, uh, Tyler was the starter, but again, when he injured his collarbone, that gave uh, Smith an opportunity to play. But Donovan has played uh, uh, um, a lot since you know he's been there. But uh, when he's healthy, Shaw is the guy. 
And again, as I mentioned, when he returned for game 10 of the regular season, Texas Tech, after losing four out of their previous five games, now granted, those were all good teams they lost to, they closed the regular season with, with, with three wins. And yeah, you're right. Uh, Sir Roderick Thompson, along with Taj Brooks, are two outstanding running backs. In fact, their carries on the season were just one apart. Thompson had 132 carries on the season for a 5.1-yard average uh, 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 per carry. And then Taj Brooks had 133 carries, and he averaged uh, just over 4.5 yards. uh, And he had, just like Thompson, over 600 yards uh, uh, a total for the season. And as I mentioned, uh, the Red Raiders have six different receivers that have uh, six, well, uh, yeah, six different receivers that have uh, over 20 catches, um, um, and then a, a minimum of 350 yards in, in reception yardage. Then they have Todd Brooks, a running back I mentioned earlier. He also has over 20 receptions, but he only has 164 yards. A lot of those passes are screens and passes out in the flat. So they're a very diversified offense. Uh, you can't just uh, put eight guys up in the box and stop the running game because they'll hurt you with the passing game. And uh, uh, like I said, they've got a lot of weapons offensively, and uh, you can bet they're probably going to be putting some new stuff in for Ole Miss because it's an SEC school. And I can't emphasize enough how much uh, that these other Power Five conferences uh, um, how much importance they put on a, on a game against the SEC because they really want to sell that in recruiting. Well, Jimmy, you can definitely tell by that this is going to be a local game, right, for Texas Tech down there in Houston. They're expecting 40,000, 45,000 fans there. Uh, Ole Miss is probably going to have anywhere maybe five to 7,000 fans there. So the home, it is going to basically be a home game for Texas Tech as well. I, I remember the past games I've gone to with Ole Miss and Texas Tech and just how energized their fan base was to play Ole Miss. So what kind of impact do you think that's going to have on the game being basically a, a Texas Tech home game? I don't think as much as you would up front get the impression it would because I, I, I've i got a feeling that Ole Miss, their, their alumni in, in Dallas, it's three and a half hours from there, uh, Houston, San Antonio, uh, I think they're going to show pretty well. I mean, it'll definitely be a Texas Tech crowd advantage, but I think Ole Miss is going to have uh, a really good showing there. But we all know, even in the most difficult atmospheres uh, in the SEC season, it really does come down to how these teams execute. And in bowl games, it's who really wants to be there. And I think this bowl game is different. And we've always said until – uh, you know, we get to a 12-team playoff in 2024. Uh, the perception is, well, a lot of these games don't matter if you're not in the playoff. But the thing about it is that at a lot of places it does matter because when you've experienced some success this year and you've had some younger players that until this year had no game experience and they've had some success, and you've got a lot of those guys returning. I think these guys are really uh, focused on ending the season with a win and use that as motivation going into spring practice and then the season opener in 2023. 
Jimmy's going to stay with us. Usually we would uh, move into SEC news. What we're going to do is move into the rest of the SEC bowl games, brought to you by the Fariz Group, your partner in retirement, nearly two decades of expertise in helping retirees invest and distribute their savings. There's a toll-free number at 1-877-327-3735, locations in Ridgeland, Oxford, Little Rock, and Baton Rouge. And Yancey, obviously we don't have... You know, enough time to get through all of the SEC games with only about six minutes left to go. Where would you like to start and get a couple of these games with Jimmy? Well, let's start off with the playoffs. Uh, that would be where I would start. Jimmy, where do you think, I mean, to me, Chuck used to laugh at me at the beginning of the season because he said I was scared of Georgia. I still am. Uh, <laughs> do you see anybody beating Georgia? Uh, well, I, I think a team that would have a shot not in the playoff, and I think Georgia's really happy about that. I, I think they're, they're glad to see Alabama not in the field because they, they match up well with Georgia, and Bryce Young would be at 100%. But other than that, I think Georgia is just, uh, you know, they're, they're just uh, a notch above everybody else. I, I think Ohio State uh, is really going to have problems with Georgia's physicality because Michigan for the second year in a row just dominated the line of scrimmage on them. And uh, we all know how physical Kirby Smart teams are. And uh, playing in in Mercedes-Benz Stadium, I mean, now Ohio State, uh, don't be fooled. They're going to have a minimum of 40% of the fans in the stadium. So they're going to be loud. But I think Georgia's kind of on the mission. They want to establish uh, – uh, history in Athens by being, uh, you know, the first team to win back-to-back uh, national championships in Athens, and then also be the first team to do it uh, since I think it was uh, a USC. Of course, one of those titles was taken away, but it's been a while. Let's just put it that way. But I think Georgia smells it. Uh, I, I think they're just solid. Uh, at all 22 positions, and I, I think they're going to be too much for Ohio State because one thing about Ryan Day teams is that when they meet up against an opponent that uh, it appears they're just as good as the Buckeyes and, uh, you know, the, the game is in doubt if things aren't going well, he has a tendency to abandon the running game. And against Georgia, I just don't think you can afford to do that. You have to have a balanced offense to be effective against them. And uh, I, I just think Georgia's going to win this game by a couple of touchdowns. I'll go on record and say I will be stunned if Georgia does not repeat this year. Michigan is the only one that has a shot, in my opinion. Uh, real quickly, give me your most intriguing matchup in the SEC outside of the uh, the playoffs or Ole Miss. What other bowl matchup in the SEC really has uh, your, your attention right now? There are two or three that are, are really interesting to me. I mean, uh, uh, Tennessee and Clemson, we all know that Hendon Hooker is going to be out, but Joe Milton was, uh, you know, the starter – uh, until the Ole Miss game uh, last year, and that's the game that Hendon Hooker sort of came into his own. So we'll see what the Vols are able to do with with Milton at quarterback since uh, Hooker tore his ACL. And then Clemson had that disappointing loss against uh, uh, South Carolina at home, and we know that uh, DJ Uwe uh, Ungale-Lale is uh, already transferred to uh, Oregon State, so as far as I know, this is going to be um, 
Cole Klubnick's team, now the uh, five-star quarterback out of Austin Westlake. So uh, we'll see what the the Tigers do with uh, uh, with him. And I think that's a, that's a really even matchup. And then uh, tell you what, this um, uh, you know Alabama Kansas State. The fact that Alabama didn't opt out any players, Bryce Young and uh, Will Anderson. I think they they want to show everybody. Uh, that um, they should have been in the playoff, and uh, I think they want to go out with a win against a Kansas State team that uh, is really a, a program to watch out for in 2023. But uh, Mississippi State, Illinois, I mean, you know the Bulldogs really want to win this one for uh, uh, Mike Leach's uh, legacy. And then Illinois has been uh, surprisingly good this year. They should have beaten Michigan. The week before the Wolverines went down and manhandled Ohio State at the Horseshoe. So uh, I think that's a really interesting matchup there. All right, Jimmy. Thank you very much. We appreciate your time again. Thank you, Jimmy. Thanks, Jimmy. Okay, guys. Talk to you later. All right, we got about two minutes, Chuck, and we need to sneak in the Rebel Injury Report from Oxford Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Go find out more about Oxford Orthopedics and Sports Medicine at OxfordOrtho.com. Well, this is not up to date because obviously practice has been closed for about a week now, but at the end of where the media was allowed to watch practices, the only two players that weren't practicing were linebacker Austin Keys and offensive guard Eli Acker. Uh, we understand that Acker should be ready. We don't know about Austin. He re kind of re-injured or tweaked the knee that kept him out of spring training. Uh, hopefully he'll be all right and be able to play, so we'll see. Still to go, we've got more in the recruiting world. Yancey's going to talk with us, I assume, about port- portal stuff, Yancey. That's what we're going to get into? That is correct. All right, we'll do that. we got the good, bad, and ugly, and we'll wrap up another show when we come back. Rebel fans, do you have real estate questions? Coldwell Banker Signature agents have the answers. Whether you're buying or selling, let the agents at Coldwell Banker Signature give you the home field advantage. Start your search now, www.oxford38655.com, or call them directly at 662-50-38655. Also, if you're thinking about a career in real estate, give Martin a call at 662-50-38655 to learn about the opportunities available. Find your home with Coldwell Banker Signature today. Never miss the game and never miss the party at the Library Sports Bar in Oxford. Grab a seat at a cocktail in the sports bar to watch the game on one of their many big screen TVs. Move on into the middle bar for some great live music Thursday, Friday, and Saturday night. Enjoy a breeze, a beer, and a ball game out on their patio as well. Stop in for happy hour from 3 to 7 during the weekdays. Have a big old time at the biggest bar in town. Meet you at the Brary, the Library Sports Bar on South 11th in Oxford. 
Are you looking for a quality used car at a price fit for your budget? No Worries Automotive Group has locations in Batesville, Olive Branch, South Haven, and Memphis. No credit check, no driver's license, no worries. Every vehicle comes with a 30-month, 30,000-mile service contract. Let our friendly and knowledgeable sales staff help you find the car you deserve. Remember, we have locations in Batesville, Olive Branch, South Haven, and Memphis. Find us anytime, anywhere at NoWorriesCars.com. Get the best in men's apparel at Great Scott, located at 4400 Old Can Road in Jackson. They've been serving you for 35 years and voted top 50 men's clothing store in Esquire magazine. Along with a great clothing selection, they offer a full-service, old-fashioned barbershop. Their store hours are 9.30 to 6 Monday through Friday and 9.30 to 5 on Saturdays. Take note, the J&M Collection Fall Trunk Show is Thursday, November 17th with special event pricing. Follow them on Facebook and Instagram. Check them out, Great Scott, located at 4400 Old Can Road in Jackson. Employers, are you paying too much for your group health insurance? If so, call Connie Brazell with Morgan White Group. Connie can show our proprietary premium saver plan, which can save you as much as 18 to 20% on your group health insurance premium. Connie can also show you our employee needs too, offering human resource guidance, payroll solutions, 401k retirement plans, and senior services. Morgan White Group is your largest, solely dedicated health and payroll insurance agency in the state of Mississippi, servicing all of your health, dental, vision, and life insurance needs. Call Connie today at 662-259-5552. Looking for the right place to get your game day colors? Rebel Rags has the largest selection of Ole Miss merchandise anywhere, including football jerseys in every size and color. Come grab them while supplies last. Rebel Rags also has game day polos, sideline gear, tailgate items, and more. Famous name brands like Nike, Under Armour, Columbia, Drake, Coliseum, Champion, and Comfort Color T-shirts. Check out Rebel Rags' new interest off Jackson Avenue with plenty of parking or shop online at rebelrags.net. Rebel Rags, owned and operated by Rebel fans for Rebel fans. Sell them, Molly. Rebel Rags, anything, everything, all. Miss. More of the Rebel Yell Hotline, presented by Cannon Motors, coming up next. Up on the Cannon Motors Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline, we'll do it with the Red and Blue Chips recruiting segment, presented by Go Orthodontics since 1976. They've been serving you. You can find them at locations in Oxford, Sotelo, South Haven, Corinth, and Collierville. All right, Yancey. Yeah, we'll be quick. Uh, I spoke earlier about the New Mexico transfer, Adairi Halsey. Uh, as a freshman All-American, he had 86 tackles. We expect him to commit to Ole Miss within probably the next 24 hours. So that's going to be another need there, Chucky. There at safety, Florida All-SEC offensive guard Ethan White has entered the transfer portal. He's very close with Ole Miss's uh, uh, strength coach that came over there from the Gators. There's a lot of speculation that he could be uh, transferring to Ole Miss pretty uh, quickly. Um, Chuck, that is an unusual situation where you have an all-SEC guard that started the last 24 games for Florida, has not allowed a sack, and that would be a big time, maybe as important as those wide receivers. Mm-hmm. Um, that would be a huge pickup there. Uh, Florida. Take Nick Broker's place. Yeah, yeah, and, and, and we all know that Broker's got big shoes to fill there, so um, you know, I still like Eli Acker there, uh, so it's not desperate, but you definitely want to add some depth there at the offensive guard. Uh, Wake Forest graduate transfer was uh, all ACC this year. Uh, Rondell Bethwoid, a uh, guy that had over 13 sacks and 24 and a half tackles behind the line of scrimmage the past two years. He's 6'3", 250. He would definitely, that is someone going forward, Chuck, uh, getting an inside player there on the offensive line. I would think a rush in to give Cedric Johnson some some relief would probably be the biggest need. What, what do you think there? Yeah, 
the, that and a backup quarterback. Yeah, yeah, true. They got to get a backup quarterback. Uh, we mentioned about Keija Breedlove. He's coming back. Um, and then uh, on the quarterback news, and we'll end it with this, Israel Carter, the guy that I spoke about from Arizona State, he did not end up uh, uh, signing with Arizona State. He's from California. Ole Miss is on the lines with him right now. They are setting up an official visit to bring him in January. He's the number 19 quarterback by the own three rankings. So that might be someone right there, Chucky, that you could get to fill those needs. Uh, he has a 68% uh, career throwing uh, completion percentage, so a polished passer. And then another quarterback, and it really doesn't make sense on the surface, Chuck, is Oklahoma State four-year starter Spencer Sanders um, is also in talks with Ole Miss. He's thrown for over 9,500 yards at his career there, 67 touchdowns. He's been all Big 12. Why would he come and sit behind Dart? I don't know. Uh, maybe it's just the best man wins. Um, I don't know. Do you think that could possibly happen? If it is, I'm, I don't think too much of Spencer's intelligence, to be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> because he's not going to beat out Jackson Dart. Um, I mean, unless he just wants to be a backup, because that's what he's going to be if he comes here. And and I'm sorry if that, you know. Or he just wants to get in the SEC. A lot of guys do that. I mean, and maybe not play or think he can beat Dart out. He can't beat Dart out. I don't think he can either, but I'm just telling you what he's thinking. Yeah. Yep, and and we're going to end it on that. We're too, uh, too crunch for numbers here. We'll go uh, next week for the rest. All right, let's get the good, the bad, and the ugly. It's sponsored by Big Delta Power Sports, located at 155 Cracker Barrel Drive in Batesville. Uh, the good Ole Miss football so far has added six players from the transfer portal. They look like they're just starting in that process. The latest additions are cornerback John Saunders from Miami of Ohio, a 6'4 corner with five interceptions and 19 pass breakups this year. Louisiana Tech wide receiver Trey Harris, a 6'3 outside wideout who had 65 catches for 935 yards and 10 TDs. Outside receiver Chris Mitchell, Marshall, excuse me, Chris Mitchell, I'm thinking about yeah. Creek, who's 6'3 and comes to Ole Miss from Texas A&M where he was a highly rated recruit a year ago. The two wideouts should be able to replace Heath and Mingo nicely, and Saunders should be able to take the place of Miles Battle as the big corner on the Rebel roster. Good additions so far. Look for more and more in the following days in the portal. The bad, I'm sorry, but if you're Ole Miss basketball, you cannot lose to North Alabama on your home court. North Alabama had never beaten an SEC team until they came to Pavilion and took down the Rebels 66-65 last Tuesday. We've said it all along. Until the Rebels find the range shooting the ball, they're not going to win, and they shot 39% from the floor overall and 29 from three-point range. The ugly well, the SEC has done us no favors with our conference schedule. The Rebs open with number 7 Tennessee, who's beaten Gonzaga and Kansas so far this year. Then number 8 Alabama, who's beaten two number 1 teams this year already. 21 Mississippi State in Starkville, and then number 20, Auburn, a veritable murderer's row to start SEC play, and if something doesn't change drastically with the Rebels, it could get ugly fast. Chuck, that brings me to this. Is it do or die, the, the, the Tennessee game? I don't know if Tennessee game is, but certainly a couple of those first four do or die. All right, we'll be back in the year 2023. 
We'll do this. We'll uh, talk about the bowl game, what happened in Houston on Wednesday. We'll find out some of those early basketball games, and we'll get back at it. Uh, that will finish things up for this version of the show. So long. Howdy toddy.